Welcome to the Intertrade Ireland All-Ireland Innovation Programme podcast. Today, we're at University College Cork, attending a masterclass in harnessing the power of open innovation, delivered by Professor Wim van Haverbeck. This is one of a series of expert-led podcasts, which brings you advice and opinion on a series of topics over the coming weeks. It aims to bring practical, hands-on tips from world-class innovation thought leaders so that small business owners can begin to introduce some of the innovative concepts into their everyday business practices. Vim is a world-renowned author and expert in innovation from the University of Hasselt, Belgium, and we joined him on-site at one of his masterclasses with a group of SMEs. Open innovation is the inflows and outflows of knowledge. Inflows because you want to accelerate eh, the innovation in your company. Eh, you try to get ex external technology to improve your internal innovation in the company. But you also have this kind of outflows of knowledge. By the way, big companies don't use 90% of their patents in, for, for instance, new product development. And that's not bad management, but that's just the way it is. So there's a lot of potential there to use it externally for other companies that can use this technology in different applications. Can you tell me or explain the purpose of today's event and who's it actually aimed at? I'm doing this already two years now and uh, focusing of, on uh, SMEs, so focusing on managers of SMEs uh, because I'm quite convinced that open innovation is also something that is valuable for uh, small firms. And uh, many SME managers are not aware of the possibilities they have uh, in innovation. They think innovation is too expensive or they think that it's only for high-tech firms, for universities or high-tech labs, but that's not the case. So in very low-tech low industries, we do see that small firms take enormous opportunities, commercial opportunities, by leveraging, let's say, technologies. And so it's my conviction that small firms really can change uh, their fortune, can improve their competitiveness, can uh, transform into very strong companies and very competitive companies, even though that the current position in the market may be very uh, dramatic. Can you explain the concept of open innovation? Yeah, open innovation was introduced by my friend Henry Chesbro in 2003. Originally, the idea was, for, uh, was applied to uh, bigger companies, manufacturing companies, and it has a, it's, it's basically two, twofold. So on the one hand, we have this what we call outside-in open innovation, where the old way is source in the environment for, ex for technology or for knowledge, and you insource it to accelerate or to improve your own innovation in the company. But there's also like an, 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 an inside-out, where a lot of technology in the companies, in bigger companies, is never used for any product development purposes. So there's a lot of, a lot of technology gathering dust on the shelves. And the question is, what can we do with that? And then you see that open innovation can also be very useful in uh, licensing old programs, so where other companies can use your technology in different markets or different applications, but also spin-outs uh, of companies. We usually think about spin-offs, for instance, in, in, of universities, but there's a lot of spin-offs and much more spin-offs from, from large companies. Uh, where, small, where, new, where new ventures, small companies really uh, take the technology from the big company and apply it in a specific market, in a specific application. So open innovation is basically about the use uh, of knowledge from external partners or the use of your knowledge uh, towards other, other partners. Well, there are two directions, but it's about uh, inter-organizational use of technology and uh, knowledge. And how will that actually benefit the SMEs? 
Originally, I thought that we just could use this kind of knowledge that we gathered from uh, previous works in open innovation on big companies and just translate it into SMEs. And the problem is that uh, we cannot do that. Uh, I learned uh, the hard way, uh, interviewing a lot of small firms in Europe, um, that they work in a different way. Open innovation is very, very important for them because they lack all the resources that big companies have to develop something internally, to develop technology internally. They, cannot, they, they don't have these resources. So as soon as they want to change strategy, as soon as they want to bring a new product or a new concept to the market, they are condemned to work with partners because they don't have the key resources to make that change. And so uh, the problem for small firms is a little bit different because they don't have all this organization, internal organization to set up open innovation strategies. Uh, they don't have a VP open innovation, they have open innovation, they don't have open innovation teams. Uh, they don't have, let's say, these internal uh, supporting activities uh, which big companies can, can, uh, can uh, afford. So there's only the entrepreneur. And if he decides to work in a specific direction, reorient the company in a new strategic direction, or he wants to have a business model innovation, he wants to come up with a new way of entering the market with, with his products, um, he is on his own. It's the entrepreneur really driving the whole process and the fact that uh, you don't have this kind of internal support and internal structure to drive the open innovation process makes it quite different. Um, and so it's more about personal networks, it's, about, it's more about um, trust, it's more about, uh, let's say, quick uh, scaling and so on, quick networking and so on. So it's, it's a different way than what big companies do because big companies work with big legal contracts and so on, with uh, umbrella agreements, all this kind of stuff. And small firms work person to person, right? And if you agree with your network partners, then you move on and it can go very quickly. So uh, it, it's quite a different way of working. Open innovation small firms take shapes of networks and they usually are governed in an informal way. What does that mean? It's um, very efficient and I've never seen that in big companies, it's a very efficient way of governing networks. In Belgium, and maybe here in Ireland, I don't know, but in Belgium it's about the handshakes. It's me and you, we are in two companies, two small companies. Do we have an agreement? You have the authority to do that, I have the authority to do that in my business. We shake hands and we go. It's trust-based, it's informal, it's personal networks. What's the starting point for the SMEs? The starting point is usually misconceived in a lot of SMEs. They start with, they, they would start with technology and they would look at technology they can use. But in the cases that have been successful, uh, you see that they don't care about technology, in the, at least in the first phase. What companies, what small companies want, and that's a normal, uh, that's a normal reaction or a normal uh, desire, is to survive. Uh, a lot of companies, a lot of small companies have difficult times, they are squeezed by commoditization, they have price competition going on. So the situation for most SMEs in Europe is not looking great. And so the, the, the entrepreneur then tries to strategically move in a different direction, based on his, usually based on his intuition, so like a vision, the vision is the starting point, right? Uh, and, but the vision itself is not doing a lot of, uh, is not changing the company. The vision is an intuition that has to be checked by uh, a business model, uh, uh, like a value proposition uh, evaluation and an evaluation of the business model. And that th this, this movement from vision, 
from a vision, an intuitive vision, into an explicit strategy or an explicit business model innovation is something companies have to have to do together with their partners. Then, and then once you see that the the, the strategy is clear, then you can look for the key resources you don't have, but you need for um, implementing this change. And so that drives you to automatically that drives you to key partners. And then managing the key partners, managing that network of the key partners becomes the crucial um, challenge, let's say, for the entrepreneur to solve. And are there questions that SMEs should be asking? What the company should do is first, um, once it's determined the vision, once it's determined the strategy, you should really ask uh, yourself, what can you do internally? Right? What do you have internally? What are the resources you have uh, that you don't need from partners? But then the second thing is, okay, what is necessary to, to work, what, what kind of resources you really need to work uh, to realize your, your business model, your new business model. That drives you to partners and then asking who are my partners, who can be my partners, who is a good partner and who is a bad partner, because not everybody will be a good partner. Uh, not everybody is inclined to work in a very fair way with you. So uh, do your homework, please do your homework and look at, let's say, the... Uh, the reputation of several potential partners. Go and have a look around in the market and look what you have to do. And then once you're in contact with your partners, once you make an agreement with your partners, then see how you can manage that network. Uh, managing the network is a very important thing and it also depends on, you should ask your question, how are we going to move on? What if this? What if that? So make sure that you have a general agreement with partners. Be very open with partners about how you're going to manage the network. Open innovation is about open communication. And it's difficult for us because we are used to hide things for each other. In a competitive area, in a competitive arena, you have to close down windows because you don't want competition to see what you're doing. It's a natural reflection. But here in these cases, with your friends, with your allies, you have to be open. You cannot hide things. Right? Good. And it's, it's for many managers a big issue, right? Very different. Another thing is time and money. This is a risk-taking um, venture, right? Because you work together on innovative stuff. If I have to do all the investments, if I have to take all the risk, and you just piggyback on my efforts, that will never ever work. So we have to take risks together, we have to spend money together. Is there advice that you would give SMEs about finding the right suitable partners? There are different dimensions that you have to look at partners. So it's the competences, it's the way, it's the way they manage, are they fast or slow, or they, uh, so this kind of stuff which is very important in, in specific uh, settings. But then you also have this trustability, right? The fact that you can rely on people that they, are, that they will uh, do what they promise to, say, to promise to do and so on, this kind of stuff. What are the key points then, SMEs, and just how to manage the open um, innovation? And a key SME uh, in, in, the, in these projects usually have to manage the network. Somebody has to manage the network because that does not work automatically. It's not because you're collaborating that, it, that, the, that the network will be managed automatically. That doesn't exist. So you need to have a, a key partner who is managing the whole network. And I would say you can summarize it in two different directions. On the one hand, you have to support your partners. 
when it's necessary to support them. Because in some cases you will see that partners are suffering from external situations. Prices may go up of raw materials and they have fixed prices when it comes to selling their, their products to their partners and so on. So they will end up in red figures. And if I make profits and you don't make profits, then the relationship will not last very long. So you have to adapt that. So supporting partners in a difficult situation is very, very important. On the other hand, I will say you have to discipline your partners because you have a way of working together and it only will work if all partners agree that it goes that direction. Lastly, what are the five main key points or messages that SMEs should walk away with today? So the first one would be, don't be scared uh, to work on open innovation. I have seen examples where companies really transform into something much bigger and much in, more interesting, so highly, highly, highly profitable and so on. And at, at the time that where they started open innovation, they were almost uh, bankrupt and so on, so it really can transform a company. So don't be changed, the benefits can be, can be great, right? Uh, second, um, don't expect uh, to, that it will work automatically, so um, you have to take the pain with the gain. Uh, I see a lot of companies that don't have the, the correct product the first time, they have to pivot a lot of times and then finally after three, four, five times they see the right, uh, that, they, that they hit the market the right way. So uh, there, will be, there will be failures, but learn from the failures and go ahead. Three, um, a, focus on strategy, like I mentioned already before, focus on strategy first and open innovation will come in, in the game, into the game automatically because you need key resources that you don't have. So first strategy, second open innovation. Then managing your partners uh, becomes crucial, like I mentioned before. Uh, that's the difficult part because there I see the major, major difficulties, so we have to learn and we have to also, also I think from an educational point of view, universities, um, but also coaches uh, like uh, Chamber of Commerce and other, uh, other networks so should really try to uh, train people in terms of network management, right? Because that's something which is relatively new for SMEs and most people don't know it and that's where it goes wrong. And finally I would say um, once you start doing it, uh, watch out. Um, uh, open innovation is not a silver bullet. It will not lead automatically to market success. New challenges will come, other challenges will come, come, come from uh, a crisis in the market, can be a financial crisis, can be internal problems in the company. Um, so you have to solve that too, and that has nothing to do with open innovation, but open innovation, together with all the other problems, have to manage together. And I have seen companies with great open innovation initiatives and still commercially not doing fine because they have to manage it as an integrated part of the rest of your company. It has been a morning packed with sound advice on open innovation and we look forward to bringing you the next in this series of podcasts soon. If you are a small or medium-sized enterprise from anywhere on the island of Ireland who wants to begin the open innovation journey, check out Intertrade Ireland's Fusion programme on intertradeireland.com which helps small businesses innovate with partners from industry and academia.